Good morning, ladies. And most of you, we're in the month of December 17th, and most of you are deep in the thick of your Christmas plans. But I thank you, whether you're listening to this message in the Christmas season or in any other season, you will find that it is applicable for our lives at any time and at any point. And you will find in the next couple of days, I'm going to talk about an area that we all need to um, lay hold to, and it's the promises of God. And I'm going to give you the scriptures that I'm going to talk from today so that you can meditate on this and bring this to mind often and much in your life. And the scriptures are going to be Luke 1, 26 through 38, especially, and Isaiah 40, 1 through 11. But I would recommend to read the whole um, chapter in both of these books. So I'm going to start out in Luke 1. First of all, I want to say that, and you'll probably notice even this in other podcasts, I want to talk about how to overcome struggle. Because there is a false belief that, and maybe it's done by ourselves and by pastors when we're trying to tell people that if you serve God, that there'll be no struggle, that life will be easier. And that's not the truth. That's not the truth in the word. And it's not truth in our daily lives that we all will have struggle. But what salvation brings is the power to overcome, the power to press through, the power that God will strengthen you in those times of struggle versus when people don't have God at the center, we can look and see that in our lives and around us. If they turn to alcohol, they can turn to drugs, they can turn to other addictions, whether it's sex or whether it's social media in dire need of likes and attention, that people seek out that power and that attention and to fill that need in many other ways. And when you're a child of God, you know, and that doesn't mean some of us don't stray that way either, but we have to be re-centered. And what I want to talk about today is giving, sharing a word with you in scripture that I want you to see how even in the birth of Christ, how that word can bring us back to central and can make us see that our struggle today, whatever you may be going through, failed marriage, failed relationships, you may feel lonely, you may have children that are wayward, you may have an addiction, you may have financial issues, you may have physical sickness. I want you to see in this scripture that God is making a way for you. And you have to hold on to the thing that I always try to remind myself is I would hate for you to think that these aren't struggles that I have. And I've, if, if you've written or, or read the book, um, Christian Warrior Woman, you will see where I share a number of areas, whether it be depression, whether it be finances, whether it's divorce, I share open and honestly on how I dealt in in that, whether it was good or whether it was bad, the Lord still came back to restore me. And I want you to get that same power to restore. 
So let's read, um, start with Isaiah 40. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. What I want you to get from this piece, and this is how, what the word that I want to share with you, and hopefully you start, you're starting to feel it and you heard it as I read it, that most of us, we don't have just one struggle. We have numerous areas in our lives that we need God to come in and clean up. And so when I read this as part of my um morning scripture, what I really heard was in the wilderness. Many of you may feel that your life right now feels like you're in a wilderness. You may not understand where you're headed, where you're going. You may not even believe that God is there with you in the wilderness where, what are we feeling? Lost, despair, anger, because we're in the wilderness, right? But what does this word say? that in the wilderness, prepare. You see, the enemy in that wilderness is telling you all the things you can't be, all the lies of who you've been in the past and life is just gonna be horrible for you in the future. And in that wilderness, you're listening to the lies. And what I'm trying to tell you here is in that we normally make decisions from that position of despair that doesn't lead to success. But in your weakness, if you would allow the Lord, what does the word say? Prepare a way. What is that preparing of the way? It is allowing the Lord to join you. Amen. So that he can make straight in this desert, in this wilderness, a highway to take you out of that wilderness feeling to your success. And that's what we have to do. We have to acknowledge it doesn't matter whose fault or who it was or how you got there. What matters is in this moment, you say, Lord, in my weakness, I ask you, I surrender to you and know that your way is going to lead me from where I am You see, when you go from wilderness to a highway, the highway goes somewhere. Highway always goes somewhere. It's a route, right? It's a route that's going to lead you from your point A to your point B. But it is a destination. And on that highway, it takes time. None of us wake up and say, we're going to work and we blink and we get there. We got to get in our car. We got to get dressed. We got to get prepared, right? We got to get in our vehicle and we have to drive on a highway, a road, but we have to take a route to get to the destination. 
And so in your weakness right now, in your place of unbelief, whatever that area may be, you have to decide to arm yourself. And what are you going to arm yourself? You're going to arm yourself with the word of God, with God's promises and God's truth. And you're going to say, whether your clothes are shabby, whether your faith is weak, whether your faith has been strong in other areas, but weak in this particular area, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. Today, you're deciding to arm yourself with God is preparing a way for me. And I am going to choose that way. Why? Because in verse four, it says, every valley shall be raised up. So, you know, I think of, you know, a valley, you got highs and you got lows. Well, see, I see that one sentence telling me that I'm in that low place, right? You may be feeling in that low phase, but it says every valley shall be raised up. That means where you are right now, God is going to raise you up so that you can see. Because when you're low down in the valley, you can't see ahead of you. You just see more hills. You just see more um, things, ditches for you to fall into. You don't see your clear path. But God is going to raise up that valley so that you can see clearly. And it says every mountain and hill made low. Well, when every mountain in your life is made low, that means the things that you see, your struggles, your pain, your sickness, your finances, that you see as this pillar in your life and an obstacle that you can't get over, a hill you can't climb, God is going to do what? He's going to bring that down low. Does that mean that when tomorrow the hill is going to be made low or the next day or next week? It could be today. It could be next week. It could be next month. It could be next year. But you have to decide that you are on this highway, you are on this road, and that it is not your job to make this valley and hill low, but that the Lord is going to do that. And the next part of it says, the rough ground shall become level. The rugged places a plain. Can, can you see now? Can you see you might be in rough ground? I don't know about you. You ever try to walk in heels on rough ground? Hey, you have your ankles. It just won't happen. But you're going to pray and say, Lord, I need and you call out what that rough ground is in your life right now that I can say right now, the rough ground of depression of loneliness, Lord. I pray, God, that it cease right now because we have more power in our tongue. We have to speak what the word says. What is your valley? Where, where do you need the Lord to raise you up from today? Is it sickness? Is it pain? Is it despair? Have you lost a loved one? Are you in a place where the struggle is too much for you to bear? So you need that valley raised up right now. And I pray alongside with you that the power in the blood of Jesus, that his birth was about bringing restoration to our lives. When we celebrate his birth, we celebrate our restoration, our restorement of our health, of our strength, and of a very mindset. That's what I want and agree with you on today.
Because, as it says in verse 5, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together. You see, people see you in your valley today. People see you on the rough ground today. They see that you're struggling. They may not be able to help you. But when they see your valley and they see you raised up, when they see your struggles made low and they hear the words from your mouth that says, it was God, it was God that brought me through. It wasn't sister so-and-so, it wasn't brother so-and-so, it wasn't my husband, it wasn't this. It was the power of God that brought me to my sanity, that brought my heart from grief to joy. It was my hope was fixed on nothing less but Christ. And I give him all the praise and I give him all the glory. And guess what? It shall be revealed. So I want you to be, if you continue in this chapter, it says a voice says cry out. I'm telling you to cry out to your heavenly father. And the next one says, and I said, why shall I cry? I don't know about you. I'm sure you can think of many reasons that you need to cry out to the Lord, that you need to ask him to make a way for you right now. And if you need to pause the podcast right now to do that and come back, do that. Because if that burden and that feeling of heaviness is ready to be uplifted and out of you, I don't want to hinder one more second of you feeling the power of God upon you right now. And I want you to take that moment. But if you're prepared, let's go on to finish this chapter that I'm going to read to you. Because you are like the grass and you need the Lord to blow and bring healing and bring restoration to you. So it says all people are like grass and all their faithfulness is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fail, fall, sorry, because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. You who bring good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, Here is your God. See the sovereign Lord comes with power, and he rules with a mighty arm. See his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. So I want you to see that whether in this passage, you'll also see David cried out to the Lord. You'll also see that when you cry out, I don't know about you as a woman, sometimes I keep things in. And when we hold things in, it affects our health. It affects our attitude. It affects our stress level, our blood pressure. It's not good. It has no good effect. But when we cry out to God, we have his confidence. We don't have to worry about who talks to who, even though 
that's a whole other message to talk about. But we have to get that out of our bones, out of our spirit, out of our life. And we have to lay it before the Lord because we have to, what does the word say? Cast all our cares and our worries. And sometimes in this holiday season, we run up debt and we bring more worries because somehow we believe if we spend money and put it all in gifts, maybe we'll be happy. No, you'll just be more in debt. I want you to think about this holiday that this is about me being raised up. This is about the mountains in my life being brought low so that I could see my future, that I can have a future and a hope in nothing less but in Christ. That is the the greatest gift of this season, to know that my restoration is before me and that I won't be brought to shame, blame, and be misunderstood, but that I would be transparent and that people will see that the light of the Lord abides in and upon me. I want you to see how when we, this is the beginning of the Christmas story. And this is the first scripture that we're going to start with as we move toward this Christmas story. So you're going to see each podcast is telling of the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's also talking about the victory and power that God is preparing in your life. Let not this holiday go by in vain and you are still fixed in the same place you've been in this whole year. Come on this journey with me to gain power, to increase your faith, just a little increase in your faith can not only change your life, but can change the life of everyone around you. And wouldn't you rather be a blessing than someone that people look at as a tragedy or a struggle, but that they can see that God is alive and a, and a, a work in your life, that you went from struggle to strain and pain to a day of victory. Does that mean every day after that is going to be victorious? In a mindset, yes, it is. Because when you now come against struggles in life, you have an experience of overcoming that struggle. And now your experience will remind you of what you need to do when struggle comes. So, We are going to go for today, but tomorrow we're going to talk about how this word, how this word is linked to Isaiah 40. I will talk to you tomorrow, but you have a blessed day. And let's let the Christmas story continue. Amen.